Are you unhappy with your body? Tired of being made fun of by people? Well now, introducing Zach and Frank's new diet program, Cannibalism. Hire us to kidnap and kill anyone who has ever made fun of you for being overweight. Then, we will send you that person chopped up in pre-proportioned meals so you don't have to do any of the guessing yourself. All you'll have to do is sit back, relax, and eat who you hate while losing weight. Take that, Granny. They don't even know you. Because you haven't shown them. Every day, you'll wake up, and there'll be less of you. You live your life for them, and they don't even see you. You don't even see yourself. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. Derek, who has my pig? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roller Credits Podcast, the only podcast that has a deep, deep obsession with truffles. Mm. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. I'm and into today, the world. We are doing 2021's Pig, starring mm. our boy, uh, Nicolas Cage. I love him in this. <laughs> I love him in general. Yeah. Um, so Nick, uh, so this movie came out in 2021 and it was actually the first film that I saw in theaters post COVID. I, mm. I'm saying post COVID, like but we're still in it, yeah, but it <laughs> it's was slightly better right now. Eh, it, uh, it was the first movie though, back in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking forward to watching this film because I was a little, I I've been talking it up a lot. I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast Yeah, and uh, I was a little nervous that w- going back to it, I was going to be like, was when I watched this movie the first time, was I watching it through like rose tinted glasses mm-hmm. because I was just so happy to be back in a theater yeah. for was the first the time? Was it the ambiance of yeah. the theater itself? So I was hoping that that wasn't the case and then rewatching it. Luckily, that wasn't the case. I actually enjoyed it even more this time around. I will say I enjoyed this one a lot more because I watched it at this point two times. I I liked it a lot more this time around. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because like it was just me and I focused on it or like I was actually like breaking down everything. Yeah. Uh, so that's great. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Pig came out in 2021 um, and it is a story about a truffle hunter who lives alone out in Oregon or out in the Oregon, Oregon, <laughs> the Oregon land, yeah. the, uh, Oregon wilderness. Um, and he ends up having to return to his past life, uh, after his prized animal, really, it's really just his pig mm-hmm. that he uses to help him get truffles is kidnapped, stolen. And then we go on a journey to find the pig. Yep. Um, and this it's a lot darker than it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it stars Nicolas Cage as Robin. Mm-hmm. He is a ex chef, is what you would call him, mm-hmm. a guy who goes off the grid. Um, Alex Wolf, yeah, who I always enjoy seeing. Um, Ever since Hereditary, I love seeing him in anything. Yeah, he plays a mirror, mm-hmm. um, and I think he does a really good job. Uh, Adam Arkin, who plays Darius, who is then um, Amir's dad. Mm-hmm. I guess you would say the antagonist of the film. Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. And and that's pretty much it. It's a really small knit class. I mean, uh, a small little cast. I mean, there isn't. I mean, your main focus is pretty much Amir and Robin you, throughout the entirety of the film for the you, most part. You forgot Jennifer Love Hewitt as the pig. That is not true. And don't, that's really mean. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Is she fat now? I haven't I, seen her no, in a long I just, time. No, she's the first name I thought of. Um, directed by Michael Cernoski, who this is his first directorial debut, mm-hmm. and he also wrote it. He wrote it with a girl named Vanessa Block, who, um, 
shout out to Vanessa Block because yeah. she followed me on Instagram. That's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very like, nice. She, uh, she, so she came up with the story, mm-hmm. I guess, with Michael, and then he ended up writing it himself. So I always appreciate, I've kind of said this before, um, I always appreciate a writer-director mm-hmm. because you're taking a, a, an entirely original story that you've created and then you're then putting it into live action, mm-hmm. which I always have an immense amount of respect for. Yeah. So kudos to him too because like I looked it up, like he literally just had like a short film besides this yeah, and that was a, it. Yeah, he's got some short films and then pretty much this. I mean, this is his debut. He's now getting, he got greenlit to do uh, A Quiet Place Part 3. Okay. So... I'm sort of interested to see like what he's going to do with that. Um, I hope that that doesn't, I mean, a quiet place is kind of now like a really commercial thing. So I'm Mm -hmm. a little nervous. Yeah. Um, Where it's like, okay, he, he had like his indie star and now like he's being brought in. I kind of wish he would stay there, but I also understand that as a filmmaker, there's probably not a shit ton of money in being just an indie filmmaker. Mm. Um, But I, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is your body of work is what really matters. Um, So being a little bit more selective and whatnot, but Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I will say, though, and I stand by this, that I think that this is one of the most impressive directorial debuts ever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, this is this is very well done. You can... It's very it's very weird. It's almost like... Um, we did, like, one recently, too, where it's, like, I think Wolf, where the director for that, like, she was just, like... It was, like, that and one other... Um, one other short film. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing where it's like, obviously this got a little bit more like publicity to it, but both very same where it's like, they understand how to block a frame and like, they understand how to tell a story. And it's very refreshing to see up and coming directors that know what they're doing right out of the gate. Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause yeah. it's like, it's, it's literally your first film and it's done so well. Yeah. It uh, doesn't seem like an amateur at all. No. Uh, also, really happy that they filmed in location, like they were mm-hmm. actually in Oregon when they when they were filming, which is always nice to yeah. uh, to see. Um, Fuck Seattle, by the way. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of movies that you know they are they're filmed in Hollywood, mm-hmm. they're filmed in California, but they are said they're meant to be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it just adds. But I think to the it. Oregon, like the actual wilderness of it, and and seeing him out there, and and the people and all that, like it feels like you can't. Yeah. You, I don't know. I, I it's really hard to imitate. Yeah, like you can a city. You can feel it, like just with like. When when Rob goes to like the food truck area, like you can tell that that isn't someplace else. That like that isn't a California. Like that is very much like Portland, Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, Nicholas Cage. Listen once again. My to God, me, man. He proves he proves once again that when given the right material, mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage is a really good actor. The weird thing is, is that like I saw this movie and then immediately after the trailer came out. For that film where it's just him being like an over-the-top version of him. I haven't seen that yet. I, I it, It's weird. Like seeing the parallel of like him and Pig versus that. It's yeah. like, my God. Like it's the same thing as seeing him like Wicker Man and National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just one extreme to the other. Yeah. But it is like very refreshing again to see Nicolas Cage just be in a serious role. And he only had that one moment of going full Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Which I talked about in the and last episode. It's very episode. quick and it's not, it's, it's, it's barely even going no, full Nicholas Cage. But it, it's funny though. <laughs> like, I, I still laughed at it. Yeah. Where, like, he just yells at the kid, like, after he takes his bike. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he proves once again that he's that he's a good actor, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that it seems like he does these. You know, he does like six like straight to red box movies mm-hmm. and then and then he does one movie that's actually really good yeah uh and i'm glad that that exists and i'm mm-hmm. glad that he's doing that because i mean i don't know i'm glad also that there's directors and actors and producers that are still willing to work with him yeah and give him actual serious real um you know movies to work on and and characters to to be and to become mm-hmm. opposed to just having him be kind of like oh he's he's like he's a has-been because he's not no he still knows what he's doing like he still is obviously a really good chef like you can see that throughout the film like in the beginning where it's like him making the quiche it's like he is still putting the time and effort into making everything yeah that's something else that is you know really great is that you get so many different emotions with him and Mm -hmm. you can see how i mean the character robin you can see how delicate he is Mm -hmm. with food and how you like not knowing that he's a chef like you obviously learn that as you're going through the journey and you don't see it um when you're watching it the first time you're i don't know the first time that i noticed it or the first time that i watched the movie i was like he's he's very intimate with his food Mm -hmm. when he's cooking there's this sense of like when they end up doing the um the pigeon meal oh, towards the end yeah. i mean he's smelling like the thyme and the herbs and and you can see that the way he's cooking is mm-hmm. just he's got this you know sort of this real sensuality and just real it's just kind of beautiful how he how he how he cooks yeah um and i think there's a really stark contrast in the movie with how delicate and how loving he is when he's cooking versus how emotionless he is like all the rest of the time i wouldn't say that he's emotionless he's just He's. I would actually say the opposite. He's got a, a lot of emotions. He's hurt. He's. He's like. He's so hurt on the inside that his pig is gone. He's just trying to find her. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know. I don't know. I just it, the movie because this movie could have gone very ways. very normal direction, which is like. I think it could have been too much of a revenge story of like yeah. you took my pig. Now I'm going to murder everybody to get to you. Right. And could have been like Mandy part yes. two <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Um, what I really liked about this film, though, is that they didn't go that route. Like right. they went like this very kind of like somber, very like intelligent way of just getting information, like just asking people, like trying to find like different sources and then building up to finding Darius and then still not taking no for an answer. And and something that is crazy that like you never would have seen in like any other film with this same kind of like integrity to it is you never would have seen the main character try to win the final battle so to speak kindness with love yes with kindness (laughs) like very like sensible very like sensitive material like he's he's cooking the meal that it's so emotional. Yes. Like, he's cooking the meal that Darius and his wife had, like, the one night that they were happy, like, going out to eat. Yeah. And bringing in, like, the same exact food, the same herbs, the same spices, the same bottle of wine, the same year that it was made. Yeah. Is nuts. Like, I, I never would have thought that that would be the climax to the film. And it's very different and very rewarding for it. Yeah, it um, it this movie takes a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. 
uh, even the music, man. Like the music, the, yeah. the music is fantastic because like it just feels like this opera, like rustic sound to it. Yeah, and those two sounds don't really match well together. But like it's hard to explain. Like you really can see it from like the opening shot that like it's just this somber like apparatus that plays off the film. Yeah, I also love the stark contrast of this kind of chef who lived this life, who was in the city, who was doing his, he was, you know, kind of renowned as like, I don't know if the world's best, but at least no. like Portland's best yes. um, chef. And he, and he was, you know, known by all these, all these locals as being like the chef, like mm-hmm. the chef. And, and then he leaves that life because of obvious reasons that we'll get into a little later. Um, and there's like this really stark contrast of him being, you know, a guy of who, who left that life and is now uh, living more simply just in the woods by himself with his pig and just appreciating the herbs. And, and he's cooking, you know, what he wants to cook for himself mm-hmm. opposed to then once we get to the city, I thought that something was kind of interesting was when he gets to the city, there's kind of like that, sort of classic montage sort of of when he's when he's looking out the window and he's seeing the city for the first time in probably 10 yeah. 15 years it's like the light the and, bright lights right, the city but it's it's not it's not collided with each other like how it is in normal films where it's like wow like look how beautiful it is it the way that the the images are laid on top of each other is more like chaotic mm-hmm. and it's like he's going now into this concrete chaos that is the city Mm -hmm. and and of course then you meet these characters who are you know everybody except for pretty much Nicolas Cage in this film is essentially just not even like a real human being yeah everyone's just so fake right you have Amir Mm -hmm. who is this he's fucking coming he's driving his his Camaro and he shows up listening to opera music he's, like, he's listening to <laughs> classical um music and, he, and he's listening to this like station where this guy comes on he's like oh classical music is you know has well, been good for 400 years music. and it's going to be here for 400 more yeah. years <laughs> and it's just like okay mm-hmm. sure why not and then of course one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing is when they finally when they go to that restaurant to lunch mm-hmm. and that chef shows up yes and he breaks that chef down oh yeah just by words yeah again it could have easily been a revenge story where it's like he stabs him in the hand with a fork and asks where's my pig yeah but he breaks him down like he has like this beautiful memory of like oh i remember you like i fired you because you overcooked the pasta too many times yeah and it was like him just asking him, I was like do you like cooking this like what did you want to do and he's like, no, no, it's it's very like in right now. Like, yeah, it's the he new never way. answers with like, a, I like what I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. more just like the people. Like, mm-hmm. what, he's like, everybody loves it. He's yeah, like, that's not what I'm asking you. It's like, do you love it? Yeah. He's like, and he, the smile that he has. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the actor does a really good yeah, job. It feels like he's about to break. He's like, like he's crying on the inside. He's about to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. And then even to like when he just chugs the wine, it's like okay. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Like there was there was nothing else that needed to be said there. Right. And he gets what he needs yeah. out of him. Yeah. He understands that like, hey, this is the person that you need to go find. Right. And I want to talk too before we get like more towards the end of it. Amir's character development in this is probably one of my favorite developments that I've seen in a while in film. Because you have like 
you said this very kind of like shallow personality that you see early on where it's like again he's listening he's he's listening to like the classical music he's riding around in the camaro he's trying to be like this big top dog in the truffle game yeah. and he's not right and that is yeah and you have like that really funny scene too in his apartment where it's like he's psyching himself up it's like if you want the good shit you come to me if you want the trash shit you go to my dad yeah and then it immediately cuts to him asking guys like so um yeah, it's, can you get me a reservation? Yeah, it's, it's two hundred grams. Like I can, I can take off half off if you can get me yeah. this reservation. Yeah, and it's like you can see, like he, he isn't like who he's portraying himself. And then, of course, too, like later on, like when he goes and visits his mom, yeah, it's heartbreaking because yeah. like he gives this whole speech where it's like, you know, my mom killed herself, and I don't think we fully, fully get like what she did. I'm, I'm kind of assuming that like. She attempted suicide. Potentially, then, yeah. And then and now she like injured herself badly enough to the point where she can't live on her own. Yeah, like she's the, kind of a vegetable the, almost. The nurse says something that she has to cre- she has to clean out her trachea. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she stabbed herself in the throat or maybe maybe she just ended up getting sick. We don't yeah, know. We don't know. know. And that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. But I mean like that's that, not the point. No, that's right. not the point. Like I mean that right there was realness to the character like you you understood that like yes behind all the like superficial stuff he is a person who like truly cares about his family yeah and is trying to do anything to like support himself and kind of like make his own person in the world right he's he's competing with his father he's like living in his father's shadow and he's trying so hard to prove to his dad uh and to himself that he's more than his dad and his Mm -hmm. dad is really shallow like yeah. this this human I, I, and until you until the dinner scene in which he you know robin cooks in that final meal um he's a terrible terrible person oh, who absolutely. seems like you know that like he doesn't have any emotions that he pretty much just tells robin to fuck off and he's like listen like don't worry like i'm not i'm not going to give you your pig back mm-hmm. i'm going to pay you off with 25 grand and if you come back here asking for the pig again, I'm going to kill you or the pig, pretty much. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, he's such a terrible, terrible person. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even he has some character development. Because once you get to the end, where Robin actually does make him that final meal, he mm-hmm. breaks down. He yeah. starts crying. And he eventually tells Robin, of course, that the pig is dead. Mm. And, and it's so It's so fucking heartbreaking. It is. And... Sorry, I'm gonna cut you off real quick. I I liked real quick the the camera work that they did for that scene too. Yeah, because it it feel like it's shaky yeah. and it's supposed to be because it's him realizing and breaking down. Right, and Nicolas Cage acting in that because you can you can feel you can feel Nicolas Cage building up mm-hmm. in that scene because he knows what he's gonna say. He knows what he's about to say. Yeah, and he's just hoping to God that it's not what he's got what he's thinking, but of course it is. And then he finally tells him that. And there's some really great audio work in there, too, because as he's building up to that point of him saying that the pig is dead, he slowly, slowly, uh, Darius's voice slowly starts getting like more and more distant. And mm-hmm. then eventually when he says that he's he died, the audio completely cuts out. Nicholas Cage just drops to the ground. He's like weeping. Yeah. And there's no audio, though. You just don't hear anything. It's really just powerful stuff like nothing else in the world mattered more to this guy than just that pig. And then we find out that he's dead. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like that might be like, I have a couple of bad things really to say about this film, but that's probably the biggest thing is that like, 
this obviously is not a heartfelt movie. This not is not a, a this good is just, feel movie. This is a movie. sad movie. Yes, and, and that was heartbreaking to watch them go through this hour and 20 minutes so far of the basically two days trying to find the pig and then hearing that that the pig is dead. It sucks. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like you can, is, that a, is that a con for you a little? Because you I feel mean, like it's... In, in the most clichéist way, yeah, but like not really because I know what this movie is. Right, and I mean, this movie's very realistic yes that's the that's that's mm-hmm. where it comes down that's the to, praise for this film is that it's it's realistic and, and it comes to you know basically it's telling you you know that you don't always get what you want mm-hmm. basically right and sometimes the the world is a fucking terrible place yeah i mean even too like there's there's like one shot that i loved in this film too that like i mean obviously the film is gorgeous to look at but there was one shot that i thought was really really smart too just to like subtly tell the story of robin was when they went to that weird underground fight club type thing. Yeah. And when he, like, dusted off, like, all the names and then wrote Robert Field or Feld. Mm -hmm. And Robin was written on the cardboard and Feld was written on, like, the stone slab behind him. Yeah. And it was, to me at least, like, this really cool imagery of, like, this disassociation from his past. Like, you have Robin, who is what's known to like all these people and like in this community and then there's fell that's written on the stone that's not a part of this community and that's just who he was and it was just one of those shots that i was like wow again really smart you know what's funny is like i don't i don't disagree with you but i I almost take it a little differently Mm -hmm. where you take it as the opposite not the opposite but i feel like his last name being written on, I mean listen we could be looking way too deep into <laughs> oh this, yeah right? absolutely but grabbing at but straws. there is but there is something to be said mm-hmm. that in my opinion his last name being written on the stone because throughout the film that guy whatever that guy's name is the guy who's like running that fight club down there says that your name isn't worth anything anymore mm-hmm. and then throughout the film we come to learn that that's not true at all that yeah. actually when you say his name he pretty you can pretty much get in anywhere that you want into mm-hmm. the, in, you know in the confines yes. of the restaurant industry yeah we don't know about like new and york or california him, but him running excuse me him writing his name on that stone is kind of solidifying that my name is worth something mm-hmm. and i'm writing it into stone like yeah. my name has my name will never be forgotten which could be again we could be looking way way mm-hmm. too deep into it um but I want, I there wanted, is something there like there could potentially be something there yeah i i want to believe now that like we're grasping at straws and he was just like nah i, I ran out of cardboard <laughs> potentially <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's fun to it's fun to like theorize and analyze yeah um and that could be something um but yeah, I mean, this movie is heartbreaking. It's it's not a you know the the last shot is him basically going back home and listening to his dead wife's cassette that he, she made mm-hmm. him for his birthday. You know, and it's basically just like a playlist that she made for him. And he goes to his bed, and next to next to his bed is the empty bed of where the pig slept. And then he just and looks he just up. Fucking, that's it. It's over. Yeah, like he takes his boots off, and it's done. And you're just like, wow. Okay, I guess that's it. Yeah. And. It's horrible, especially when you learn that the pig, he, he, he really only kept the pig as a friend that he didn't even require the pig mm-hmm. to actually look for the truffles. Yeah. Like and something do else that this movie did was this movie shed a light on something that I didn't even know was a serious thing, yeah, you which told is me about. truffle. Like the truffle industry is really like this. I mean, after this movie finished the first time that I watched it, I was like, there's no way that it's this serious. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. are you serious? But I mean. It really is like that. There's there's full blown documentaries that you could that you could watch about 
the truffle industry and how deep it goes and yeah. how fucking like it's it's scary. It's like a mafia almost. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember you telling me that, and I was like, "There's no fucking way yeah, that it's, it's really truffles. strange. It's so in- bizarre." But like they're the- they're known as like a you know a, ra- a rare delicacy, mm-hmm. and and they're worth money. Like they are worth money, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely jaw dropping to know that something that is just grown in the ground by the earth is worth it's a fucking mushroom it's a mushroom and, it, and <laughs> it's, it's worth so much mm-hmm. and it's caused so much like like just so much drama yeah. in the world it's absolutely insane mm-hmm. it's, it's like the drug cartel like in mexico it's like it's really really crazy i, I recommend looking into it because mm-hmm. it's really eye-opening and it's it's just something that you would never think about um yeah it is insane yeah um, but yeah, I mean, coming to learn that he doesn't even need that pig and he mm-hmm. literally just left it there. He just needs it there as a friend because he just got, you know, that's literally, that's his pet. Yeah. He loves her and, and he, and he just uses her, uh, just really just to, as company. Yeah. Cause it's literally just him and the pig. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's, it's a sad movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I almost teared up like when he went to the bakery to get like the salted baguette. Yeah. Cause I don't know who this girl is, but obviously right, like, so I, I, I assume that. I thought it was his daughter. So did but I then, at but first. Then he's, but then he's, she says Helen, which is mm-hmm. his wife's name. And like, you don't usually say that about your mom or dad. You would mm-hmm. say mom or dad. So I have to imagine that it's potentially a student that he was like a sous chef that was kind of like, hey, when I'm done, like this is going to, I'm going to leave this to you. I, I think so. Because like he he did bring up the fact where it's like, oh, you, you made it into a bakery. And she was like, yeah, I tried to keep it like what it was for a while. But like waiting for this you to is... come back and you never showed up. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, this is just me. And it's it, that was heartbreaking for me. Like, I I keep saying that. But like, I almost like bald like during that scene. I don't know why. Yeah. Just because like this was his restaurant. Like this is his past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then even to like the last scene. Well, close to the last scene, like when he finally like is done and like he he goes walking home and like he washes his face in the river and i really like that scene because the entire movie he is covered in blood he's like completely just refusing he's so like like his face is so like after getting like bashed into like after they take the pig and he wakes up and like the blood is sticking to the ground and i'm like Dude, that's bad. Like, yeah. that's bad if the blood is sticking. Yeah. Um, and he never, like, washes himself. He never gets no. cleaned up. And then this is the one point where he does, and it's almost like the symbolism where it's, like, he's kind of washing away, like, the guilt and, like, um, the disassociation that he's created for himself where he's come up here alone after his wife has died. And, like, this is just, like, who he is now. Like, this is this is him. He's cut himself off from the world. And it's kind of like this nice moment where he washes his face and kind of like remembers who he was. Like he yeah. he's letting go of the hardship of the past. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm, yeah. I'm just. I, it's sad. It's a, it's a it's a really good movie, but it's not a feel good movie by any means. No, I have like like two small things that I'm I didn't love about this film. Um, one was that like. There, I wanted more of like the underground fight thing. They they didn't give me much context to that. Yeah, they and like much I just, just said that that guy like he, he just run. So what I think it is, again, this is all speculation because you're not given enough. Is that, um, these chefs? It's kind of like Fight Club. Like mm-hmm. these chefs, yeah. who work in this industry and they're just 
they're 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 not happy because all they're doing is you know making food for these people that that they don't really care about and nobody cares about them. Um, that all they care about is the food and whatever. Uh, it's just a way of like relief. Like yeah, but like how I can, did I don't. I can, I don't Go ahead. I don't get how it works. Like, you bid money, and then you... See how many hits you can take? Yeah, I guess, like, how many hits you can take in a minute? Or, like, how... Like, can you last the minute of just being hit? Yeah. But that seems, like, very one-sided. Like, it, is it like Fight Club, where it's, like, your first night you have to get punched, and then after that you can be the puncher? Yeah, right. You have to be the punchy first. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wanted a little bit more context to that. And then something that I just... Like, I'm glad they didn't do it throughout the film, but, like... Towards the middle of it, I was kind of getting sick of it, where it's like they're doing this cliche thing of like, oh, do you know who he is? Like, oh, do you not know his name? And it's like, like, I get it. Like, I know that he's important. I know that he's like somebody in this town. You don't have to keep giving me that. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh, like, like even Darius, he's like, you know, a lot of people here like owe you a debt of gratitude for for your service. And it's like, yeah, I got that (laughs) 20 minutes ago. (laughs) So right, I don't know. So it, minor it, things. Yes, yeah. very, very minor, minor things. Stuff. Like overall, I thought this was a very beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, and I kind of touched on like the main theme that I took away from it already, uh, just to kind of drive it home. Um, pretty much the main thing that I that I really took away from this film is just the sense of of fakeness that everybody is in in the in the world, basically. Mm-hmm. And that Robin after after Robin pretty much it after you have an encounter with Robin, you're left um, kind of broken. Yeah. But for the first time probably in years, you're left with the realest emotions that you've probably had in a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you have that you have that great shot of Amir and Robin saying their final goodbyes, and he, tur- and he starts his car, and again, you have that guy talking about the music. Mm-hmm. And he just turns and it Amir off. finally just shuts it off and he and he balls up into un, into the driver's seat and he kind of just lays there with himself. And it's like he's finally like becoming a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy, uh, Chef Finway, who is the one that we met at the restaurant that he ends up breaking. Like, obviously, that one's more like easy. Right. He's yeah. just he the guy is just a, a chef that is really just cooking food because he's essentially just doing it for a paycheck at this point mm-hmm. he's, he's not really passionate about what he wants to do he's just doing it because because that's what we do that's uh, well, us as humans and then of course that final meal um darius breaks down and for the first time in what seems like in his entire life besides that the, yes. the, the one meal that he had with his wife it's like he was actually being real and he finally he gave Robin what he needed and he told him that the pig was dead because mm-hmm. he finally realized like what's there's no point of lying and there's no point of, of this like I Robin deserves this. Yes, and, he, he deserves to know. And then there's that that great line too when they're in like the diner where it's like, you know, in my mind, if I never came looking for her, she'd still be alive. Yeah. And it's like yeah. like that's that's the whole film is that like you're doing this just to find out. Yeah. So I don't know what I pretty much took away from this film is that the city life living, <laughs> living, on, living in the city is, is just so unnatural. Like mm-hmm. it's so not natural for humans to live like that. Yeah. To live stacked on top of each other, surrounded by concrete and brick and heavy machinery. And, and that's just not where we are. And Robin is kind of 
our ancestral kind of life mm-hmm. of living in the woods, simpler, making food and just just not being intrusive to anybody except worrying about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I the, the big thing that I took to was, and it goes hand in hand with this, was the perception of re- reputation. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that is the entire film. Like it's your reputation. So Robin's reputation as a chef, Amir's reputation of trying to become somebody, um, Darius' reputation of being like this big truffle like kingpin, yeah. and still breaking down. Yeah. And the thing about Robin though is like he's kind of known like yeah. as 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 like this this you know iconic chef, but it seems like everybody really likes him. Yes, that's like the difference between him and everybody else. Is like yeah. all these other chefs, nobody gives a shit about them, but he seemed like the chef that. That re- like you could tell that he cared because again reputation he has that respect right. from everybody yeah and he's built that by the simple line of being like you know I remember every single meal that I cooked for every person yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a good movie man yeah it's a really good movie I liked it nine point five out of ten for nine me. nine and a half truffles yeah yeah it's really really good um and I'm glad we did it. Uh, and I hope you guys watched it, and I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. If not, then this whole movie has been spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, but yeah, I have a recommendation. Is it The Truffle World? No. So uh, something that I very, very rarely do, actually probably never. Um, Bave. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I have this film on Blu-ray. So if you are someone who is like me and you actually go out and purchase the physical copies of the media that you consume... Um, I I watched this film on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I saw that they have special features. And I'm like, I never look at the special features. I'm like, let me just see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there was two, like, 20, 25-minute um, things with Nicolas Cage actually learning how to cook the meals that he makes in the film from real chefs. Mm. And, you, you A, you get to see Nicolas Cage out of character of the movie, from the film... And you get to see how strange he is. Oh, he's weird. Like, he's, he's a, a really, weird guy. He's kind of a strange guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you about how he bought pyramids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like being voodoo or something. No, no. He like, wanted to be buried in it. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it had something to do with like witches or yeah. something like yeah. that. Um, he's really he's he's a weird guy. But he but you 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 learn you you watch him make the quiche that he makes in the beginning of the film and then the the pigeon meal um, at the end. There's two different chefs and they both show him how to do that and and you get to see him learn. The methods of being a chef, how to hold a knife properly, how and 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 like even just the the respect for the food mm-hmm. and how he just you know the chef is like yeah you know like your character is kind of supposed to be like this so like you know in that case I think you should do something like this so literally the scene and where and where he's cooking the pigeons and he he goes to throw the time into the um into the the, the pan mm-hmm. he kind of he breaks them and he smells them and the chef you you can see the chef tell him to do that in that bonus feature where it's like i think you should do something like this it's like you know break the herbs and smell them so it's like he's learning all of these things from you know it's it's, it's a very light method it's mm-hmm. a very very light method um but it was just cool to see it was cool to it was cool to watch him learn and and see that so i i recommend bonus features i'm gonna go do that yeah is to like you know click on the bonus features and in, inside inside the uh, movies that you have and and just see because you might learn some some mm-hmm. stuff and it's, sometimes uh, it's, it's just cool to see i remember uh when i bought the wall on blu-ray um one of the bonus features was the song hey you and it was like why wasn't that in the movie itself 
Mm. But fuck it, whatever. Yeah, bonus features. I like that. Yeah, I thought it was uh, it was cool to see. Um, nice. So that's what I recommend, Zach. What are we doing next? Well, Frank, next episode for our discussion, I want to do something something that nobody really ever talks about. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're the one and only. <laughs> yeah, baby. we're the only ones, and that's um just title screens, like title intros in films, because yeah. I think that they. While they're they're literally just set up to like show you what the name of the film is, I think a lot of them are done very tastefully and very cool. Tastefully, tastefully. Ooh. So I I want I want to do that. I want to do a little bit of that. All right, a little cool. that. All right, cool, great. Look forward to that. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, another pig can't do what she did. <laughs>